with, with you being in the industry for, uh, like you said, 30 years. Yep. Okay. Uh, do you, is it like every year more and more people are trying to solicit business? Cause there has been an influx of freight brokers on the market. I'm wondering if has there just, are you being constantly just progressively more, uh, bombarded? Yeah. And I think with the social formats that are out there today, like LinkedIn, I mean, there's just a ton of, of people using that from a sales standpoint, which, which they should. Right. And yeah. so that's just really increased. You know, it used to be the old cold calls. Um, people would pull their, their, uh, bills of lading and they come make a cold call to you. And then you'd have that familiarity with them. But now because of social media, I mean, you have, everybody has exposure to who you are, what you have uh, control over. And so not only do you get the phone calls, right, but you just get inundated with the emails, whether it's directly or off the social media type devices. So there's a, there's a lot going on out there in regards to it. So it's, it's in some cases, it's kind of hard to handle some of it. I could imagine. I mean, I I was talking yesterday to uh, the VP of the supply chain of, of a small shipper, and he was telling me that he just keeps constantly getting getting spammed. And you know, he might respond to like every like fifth email saying, "Hey, sorry, like I'm already taken care of." But like, yeah. what's your approach? Do you just try to like delete them all uh, and move on? Well, it, de- it depends on the time of the year, right? I mean, so there's, you know, obviously different spikes in different times of the year, um, different capacity concerns. And then just what's going on with uh, other carriers that you're, you're using, you know, if you're having carriers that are having problems and, and it's not resolving uh, the service needs that you have, then you may be on the hunt for somebody else. Um, and so one of the things I really take a lot of time to look for is, um, the history of the carrier, the history of the person, um, whether they're asset-based or not asset-based is a big issue for us. Not so much in, um, and I'll tell you on my side, on the private fleet side, we use a lot of power-only support, right? And so just their ability to service those areas and then their ability to operate in the timeframes that we operate in. Um, and I'm speaking specifically more on the outbound side of the business, right? So we have certain delivery windows at the stores, certain delivery windows within our own e-commerce environments and their ability to operate in those areas. And so a company that can come back and and provide uh, the needs that we have, that's what we're looking for. And I think the biggest thing that really impacts the company is you'll get a broker, you'll get a small carrier come in and call you and say, I have like 20 or 30 trucks. Can you use me? And typically within the Walmart environment, when I'm needing trucks, I'm needing like 300, 400, 500 trucks. And so if they if they don't have that mass quantity, you know, when it comes down to it, I'm going to go with one that's going to provide me more consistent, higher number of trucks. Totally. I, I, I definitely understand that. I've talked to a few people and they I felt the same thing. It's just you'd rather go to one broker that could cover all your freight or one trucking company that's got a large fleet than have to deal with 10 smaller ones. So that's just uh, yeah. a lot. Like, what would you say, Doug, are like maybe like some pain points that you're dealing with uh, currently uh, in terms of transportation? So it would vary by business segment, right? So, um, you know, in the brick and mortar, general merchandise, grocery deliveries type things, there's that driver capacity issue that's sitting out there. And so having enough driver capacity to support the work environment that we have today. Um, I would say the one thing about COVID 
is COVID not only has impacted us from an overall driver capacity standpoint, but we've also seen the increase in um, the home deliveries, online grocery uh, selections from the customers. And so those type of things have really increased our need to be uh, more time sensitive around perishable deliveries. And so the capacity just to overall support that. Um, the other business segments would be those longer haul type refrigerated loads that, you know, you have your food markets that sit out in California, Southern Texas, Florida, and then just getting that move from one end of the country to the other end where you have the need for it. So driver capacity, driver capacity, whether you define it in um, general merchandise, perishable food, e-commerce, I mean, it's just, it's just a big deal right now.